Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. welcome the amazingly talented Megan Slackard back to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Here I am. How are you? It is great to see you. I feel like we just saw you on a boat. I know. Remember that one time when we were all on a boat together? That was... And it ran out of gas? (laughs) We were stranded in the middle of the ocean, making waves with our sweet, sweet music. Uh, Awesome. That was amazing. Uh... Nothing could have prepared me for that experience <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's, uh, you can't, you know, you could have as, we could do as many podcast episodes as humanly possible and, you know, try to capture what it is. And it's awesome, you know, having these conversations with artists and fellow boaters because it truly does capture it. But you don't, you don't know until you know. <laughs> no. But it seemed like you had good intel because it looked like you rocked out that first rock boat. I, I asked so many questions of so many people. I'm like, what do I expect? They're like, you can ask all these questions, but you have to be there to really know, um, which I think was good intel in itself. And it, it was the kind of thing where you, like walking on the ramp, like, this is new for me. I haven't done this kind of thing. Like, walking on the ramp right. as you're getting on the ship, you're like, oh, boy. It's, like, <laughs> such a, an interesting feeling of, like, the anticipation, knowing that something incredible is going to happen, but not knowing what it is going to be yet is, is it brings you back to the very essence of being, like, a kid, which I so miss that feeling because as an adult, we're all like cheated and, you know, we got bills and taxes and like healthcare. But like as a kid, you're just full of wonderment. Like how do things happen? Why do things work? Why is this magical? Everything feels like magic. And even though it like, yeah, it's not like a, they're not, it's not geared towards kids it made me feel that sense of wonderment and excitement and like things were magic. And like, how is this possible that I did when I was a kid? I freaking missed that. That was so (laughs) mind blowing, like running around with other musicians that I'm just meeting for the first time or that I met, you know, last year. Um, And I, I, could not help but fall in love madly with literally everyone I met. It was amazing. Like I still, my, my face is hurting from smiling right now. (laughs) So that Megan, that what you just described Mm -hmm. is how, um, I can't speak, obviously I'm, we're, we're not artists, but for, for fellow boaters, that's what it's like every year waiting to get onto the boat and then getting on, like walking onto the boat. Truly, that's what it is. 
that's why there's so many people, you know, that's why they have the robe ceremonies for the, the people with the 10 years and you get the 20 years and, um, and the five years and, and, and such. Um, you, you know, the day before you got on the boat, did you get like any sleep or you no. like, how excited, like what? No, <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. No, I, but it wasn't like, like, I mean, obviously there's a little bit of like, there's a lot of nerves. I was very nervous. Yeah. I was very, very nervous. But there's also, it's just like, um, it's like that kind of feeling you get where you're just like, you're so excited for something that all you do is like replay, replay scenarios that haven't happened yet. So I guess it's not replaying. You're just like creating the like story. Okay, well then I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do this. And like, what's it going to be like? Ooh, and like, who am I going to meet? And or like, maybe we can collab and all of this stuff. So you're like inventing all of this in advance in mm -hmm. just like, Yet again, nothing can prepare you for what, right. what's going to happen. Um, Would you say that all that preparation, right? Like mentally, you know, hyping yourself up and like the collaboration, for example, yeah. per perfect example because of the collaboration that you and the other amazing female artists had on the boat this past year, you know, thinking of it in your head and then getting overwhelmed with, the excitement of being on the boat. Did you see yourself just like subconsciously checking off those things that you wanted to do? <laughs> I mean, may maybe I just also, there was a lot of like not knowing that something could happen. Like I didn't know that some of those magical moments were even possible. Like the, the collab that I did with, Megan Farrell came up to me and she was like, what if we hear me out? What if, uh, Christy Lee and Lady Bree and you and me, we sang redesigning women, this amazing song, with all these harmonies in it. She sent, sent me the track and I was like, I'm down. But like, I didn't know that it was going to happen the way, no, sir. Sorry. <laughs> didn't know it was going to happen the way it was going to happen. I didn't know, like, we're in, like, what is it, the Stardust Theater, where the, mm -hmm. the Positivity Jam is? Still, like, yep. trying to remember all the names of all of the amazing venues, but we're, like, it feels like you're in the bowels of a ship, because, like, you're backstage, and there are all these, like, handrails, and it's, like, white, painted, everything's painted white, there's, like, a, a, yep. a line of tape yeah, to the, follow. The, yep, to the bathroom. You don't get lost. To where the food was. And, yeah. But the verb, the reverb in that with like the metal, like all of the voices like ricocheting off the reverb and we're just like practicing the song backstage. Like you can't prepare yourself for moments like that. It's, it's like you either laugh or you cry uncontrollably. <laughs> like your emotions don't know how to make sense of the magic. And then you get to do it out on the stage with where the sound is perfect where the audience is so ready for whatever happens. They're so ready to say yes to what you have. To, you're like, would you like, how, what about this experience? They're so ready to say yes to whatever you're going to give them. That is such a rare thing. There's nobody out there doing this. Not one person. I don't think I saw one person having a bad time on that ship.
<laughs> like even the people who... that's going to be the title of this episode not one pair person had a bad... <laughs> not one person even the people i think who get seasick don't have a bad time you know they might be no. barfing over the edge of the ship being like this is awesome i would do that i'm lucky you did not get seasick i bought brought my dramamine just in case who knows right but i would still have a great time I, that is yeah. well. That is well said. You know, our friend David Wimbish of the collection got seasick on his first night, and he put together an epic song. Won't stop yet. So you know, it's you are right on when you say that. Yeah, like I feel bad because I feel like I'm just talking a lot at you right now, but I'm just so excited. <laughs> your your descriptions. We are ready to receive it. Just keep on talking. Your descriptions are so on point. Like. They're so descriptive, yet really, really I, well done. So, so the amazing Brian Facchino, uh invited us up for the Positivity Jam up on stage. So we were, you know, and I have to go back. And I was thinking about it as you were talking. I never thought that I was on a boat ever until I had to go to the bathroom right. when I was up on stage. And I had to go walk through where the line was up the steps, the bows of the boat. I have to say now, thinking about it, that that's the only time I ever thought on the boats that I've been on that I've ever been on like an actual ship of some kind. Yeah, because I don't think one expects all of that to happen. I was like, what is yeah. this? What's, what's, there's a bathroom up there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, you don't really know. Like, occasionally you'll be, because it just feels like a magical wonderland. Your brain almost can't make sense of what's going on. Like you, like realistically, you know, but like you're also, you've tapped into some strange part of the matrix that like you and your fellow boat mates get to experience that no one else gets. And unless they get to be on a boat, it, it's like, you almost feel sorry for the people on land. You're like, sorry guys, this is so fun. Um, yeah. I don't... And that's, that's a testament I, I you know now that you've been on the boat i would say that's a testament to the amazing work that uh sister hazel has put in with, along with six man to create such uh an amazing vibe yeah that that you can immediately pick up on yeah and what was your experience working with like those folks at, at six man while on the ship and like the the stage set up and and all that i feel stuff? like every part of it was a well-oiled machine. Like every part of it, like I felt like all of the crew, everyone who worked at Six Men, everyone, I'm sure, I can't imagine how much work goes into creating something like that. I cannot imagine. Scheduling sure. and like, the schedule alone must be crazy because they know how much collaboration is going to happen. So they work actively with the artist to like, oh, we know that you guys are going to do this magical collaboration at one point so, or you're going to be a part of this jam or that jam. So we're, we know to like do these crazy like mazes of schedule. I don't even want to know. Like these people are geniuses. <laughs> geniuses. It's, it's impressive. It's impressive. I don't... And it's flawless. It's flawless. And if there's any like any sort of little thing that they're like, oh, this changed. They're like, okay, we got this. And, which is amazing, um, unbelievable, because I know that we had added another song to the Positivity Jam, which was that Redesigning Women song, um, and it takes up more time, et cetera, and, and they were like, no problem, we got you, 
which which is amazing. So yeah, the whole the whole thing, each event feels so well curated and so incredibly thoughtfully crafted. Um, nothing feels like it was just thrown together in a willy nilly sort of like, let's see if this works. It, everything feels so thoughtful uh, from like the, the yacht rock experience to the positivity <laughs> jam. And it's crafted for like maximum joy. And, and it, it was amazing that like we're Megan Slanker and the wreckage. We're just an indie band. Nobody knows us. We just like, have a great time. Uh, and nobody, nobody, you were just recently up on stage with Darius Rutgers, weren't you? Yeah. People don't know <laughs> you. You don't give yourself enough credit, Megan. Oh, oh shucks. You know, um, but it, fancy. It was, it, it was so wonderful to, to be included as if every single artist had it it was like nobody was filler like i go to to festivals all the time where they're just like okay you get this little teeny side stage no one's gonna watch i just you. got goosebumps you said that. yeah li literally everyone is 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 treated as if they were a headliner which is unbelievable to me like they're like we're glad you're here like from from the the documentation that you get when you when you you know like that's tucked in your little room number like that the wonderful well thought out welcome letters from six men or the band it just makes you feel like wow i you like i'm not I, i'm not I'm not here by accident. I didn't accidentally sneak through some way. You actually want me to be here. This isn't charity. Somebody didn't pay you large amounts of money to some distant long lost relative that feels sorry for my, my sinking career didn't pay to get me on here. It was like, we are honoring and putting value on independent musicians. Wild. Absolutely wild. Like, representation so much so many different kinds of bands and artists and music and uh you know levels of of like ex like fame i guess <laughs> from all the way to indie to to just these amazing acts and literally everyone we hung out with any of the bands were just down to earth having a great time willing to share wanting to collaborate where do you get that i've never had that before like that amazing again verbal diarrhea <laughs> just can't stop talking about it and and you know on the flip side the the boaters get that same she is uh, megan is donning a, a six-man sessions uh, water canteen. So if you want to see what it looks like, you'll have to tune into our YouTube channel. Yeah. Thank you. And that's my plug for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, uh, you know, the fellow boater, us, um, get the same feeling that the artists, I would say, after hearing your description, would I would say we get the same feeling. Like, we're all treated. It doesn't matter if you have a suite. It doesn't matter if you have an interior cabin. Um, every, everybody's treated the same. And not only that, the artists treat everybody that's on the boat there watching and listening the same. 
what was your experience with like meeting new fans and people showing up to your shows, like knowing all of your music and like packing like magnums and uh, the sports court? Really wild. I, I would say really wild. Like again, people um, came with this just like, like a yes, a yes, positive attitude. Like we got you, we're here to experience it. Like, uh, I met so many great people who just like, like during these artist meet and greets, like would come up with my record in their hands being like, can you sign this? And just, yeah, that record, (laughs) record. Ah! um, it makes me like, it makes me remember. It's just like, why I'm doing this you know it the last couple of years and I'm sure it's been hard for everybody but as an artist my job changed and I know this goes for so many different industries but like oh yeah like those of us in in the music business I've probably said this before but like the sound engineers and and session musicians and venues and all this, like our jobs are so much different than they were in 2019 or January, 2020, (laughs) like so much goosebumps again, Megan, keep giving me goosebumps. It's so different. And to be able to remember why we're here, remember how important it is that we have a community and how important people are to each other. I think just having this experience of being there, it was so needed. Like I'm like, it makes me feel very emotional, um, both in this, like not to be like dark, but like it, it also makes me remember like all of that time that I lost being away from my people, like this, team like audiences and and being in venues and my other fellow musicians like that was really hard and like I did not know how much I needed it until I have these experiences like rock boat the rock boat where it's just like it it fills up like nutrients that have been depleted for years and yeah, it's just like I'm still riding high on that. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, it, we we are uh, me, Mark, and Eamon, um, and such as yourself who's just speaking about filling yourself up, getting fueled back up, getting re-energized, getting recharged, and the boat does that. You know, we had spoken a lot um, between the three of us about how this boat. All the boats are special. All the boats are amazing. They are. But this boat, this boat was like a little different. And it was, I think it was a little different because it was just like the the year before there were some parameters. You had to get your, your COVID test and that's to keep everybody safe. And six men in, in, in Norwegian did an amazing job with keeping everybody safe. But it was still that thing, right? But this year it was like, Okay. It's like getting that weight lifted off your shoulders. It's like, no one's going to be a little weird. You know, um, the washy guys were back 
and uh and it it was it it it, it i think it, it filled all of our souls um tenfold more than it normally would yeah and it's awesome that you got to experience that because that's what it is yeah. um it's all about that connection yeah and it, yeah. it's great to it's great to hear from the artist's point of view too um i know we we just recently interviewed jordan from uh Molata, Malama, Molata and the humble. Molata, and uh, you know he talked to us a little bit about you know the COVID time period and and the, and how difficult it is for artists that so many of them you know R.I.P. They weren't able to kind of continue their their trade. So um, really coming to that realization, it's like I'm I'm very proud of kind of the Rockboat community of what they what they throw out for you guys and, and make everybody, they know their music when you, when they're on the boat. Yeah. Um, they make an effort to go to all the shows, um, fit as much in as possible and, and kind of buy their, buy their merch, buy their vinyls and stuff to keep them going. Because I, I, it didn't until he was talking dawn on me how incredible and how necessary that actually is for a lot of people. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like I am, I'm, I tend to be as a, as a human being, I tend to be a pretty introverted. Like I'm, I don't know. We have all these like fancy, like an introverted extrovert or extroverted introvert. Like I need people, but I'm really good at being by myself. And the problem is like my job is like part of my job pre pandemic was like, I'd spent 150 days on the road people, 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 which I need. And then I go home and then I like sort of hibernate for a little bit and like, you know, make my weird music inside my living room and, and, and do all of that. But then I need my people again. And then I think everybody sort of experienced the same thing. And I feel even worse for people who are very extroverted because like having to be like sort of like change your whole like we're doing everything on zoom now which is great like we can do things like this but like when normally you'd go out and like play a show you no longer had that option like i went from 150 shows like that's how i told the, myself the passage of time that's how i knew what season it was like oh it's summer i'm out i have these festivals i'm going out I know I'm talking with these weird voices. Um, I, I have, yeah, like that's how I knew time was moving towards a specific, you know, it felt beautiful. Like there was like movement and, and moments, but when it was COVID and we we're all just like doing the same thing every day, waking up at 10 AM and like walk around in my pajamas every day, like, Nonstop, a nonstop bowl of cereal. It's like a twenty-four hour bowl of cereal, and it's. I mean, you could have, in theory, done that on the boat this year. <laughs> I had a pajama night, <laughs> but I would be around people, sweet, sweet people. <laughs> but yeah, so like, yeah, that feeling of just time sort of both screeching to a halt, yet going so fast out of your control, like like on a daily basis, like each day crept by like a non, like a non, yeah, like a, a blob of just like pajamas and cereal, but, um, and Netflix. 
so much. If I never see Netflix again, (laughs) I'm gonna break up with Netflix so hard right now. So, (laughs) um, uh, unless we get Boatcast as a as a Netflix podcast, I'm gonna put out in the. I'm putting that that out in the the universe. Come on. Wow, that would be. We'd fly you in to do a Netflix podcast. Netflix ratings go up. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, two to three hundred more. I've got my people. own subscription. I'll stop stealing my sister. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah. They keep they keep reeling you in with like, oh, this coming season is coming up next. Yeah. They're like, well, I can't get rid of it. No, especially at, like, yeah, we get something like the Bowcast on there. Come on. And then you wanted to hear how Chris Rock felt about getting slapped, so you had to kind of keep it so you could see the live. I watched that yesterday. Yeah. So, like, yeah. It's it's like, wow, now they do live stuff. Wow, they just keep. I'm in. Yeah. I'm I'm in. in. Damn you, Netflix. So when you were on the boat, Megan, and you got done performing at, you know, on stage. By the way, what was it? You did a uh, a show on on the pool deck, right? We did, yeah. I mean, not the pool deck. Oh, the, uh, or the the um, sports yep, court. The sports, sports court. the sports court. And the pool deck equally, you know, fine. But for me, I always find the sports court to be <laughs> so awesome for anyone to perform on because from from the listener, you know, uh, you see your artist that you're there to see and you love, and then you, and if the sun's going down. Like all you see is the ocean. Yeah. What, like what, when you walked out there and you were like, "This is where I'm going to perform," what what's going through your mind? Well, again, it's like that sort of, uh, like, surreal feeling. Okay, so first of all, let's put the fact that I live in San Francisco, California. San Francisco, California. When you see the ocean, you're cold. You're wearing several jackets, maybe some scarves and beanies. It's it's California, yes, but San Francisco's Pacific Ocean section is she's mean. She's mean. She you you respect her from a distance, and I'm I'm sure many surfers will be like, no, I'm diving in. But there's sharks in there, rocks. My alarm just went off. <laughs> Feed the cat, and, it said. Because that's um, too funny because that's almost about the 25 minutes that we asked for. <laughs> it's like, stop. Megan, And stop, that's stop. the end of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Did I interrupt the recording? Is it still going? It's still going. We're just okay. still going. But oh, I yeah, can't we're good. stop talking. Just give me like the... Oh, no, you're fine. Okay. You can feed your cat now, too. It's all good. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. No, he's good. <laughs> He's already got it. It would actually probably help our viewership. <laughs> he opened a yeah. bag of chips. People love cats. Yeah. Hey, Oliver. No, he's pouting now. Um, yeah. So San Francisco, she her her ocean that the means that yells at you from afar, and it's like um, you don't go in it. That's my experience with it. Also, I don't. Yeah. Other people might disagree. So when you're out on sports court on the sports court stage. And, and it's windy. You're on top of a boat in the middle yeah. of the ocean. The wind 
is a gentle caressing of your skin. It's warm and welcoming. And you're like suddenly aware that you're surrounded by nothing but the ocean. And it's a completely different experience, especially for, again, a San Franciscan. And uh, it was wild. I loved it. I loved being out there uh, and feeling that and just, you feel like you're, I know this is a stupid thing to say. Oh my gosh, it sounds stupid just thinking about it, but you feel like you're floating. You feel like you're floating outside of your body almost because it's just like such a surreal feeling for me and like being able to play music and like being there with my band, my band like had a freaking blast. They had (laughs) so much fun and being able to be there with people that, you know, I've been playing with those guys for since I was, we were kids. So just being there with people who are very special to you, who you trust and being able to share this experience is there's nothing like it. And, and yeah, that was definitely one of, one of the, my favorite stages to eat, continue to go back and see music, like seeing mom rock there was just, it's just so yeah. cool. And as an audience member, like being out there and just like having a space to dance and like smelling that good ocean air, oh, and being able to rock out. Come on. Yeah. Here are the band. Like it's perfect. It's so perfect. Yeah. Times I want to go back right now. It's only a couple hundred days away. <laughs> do you have like a calendar where you like cross off each day? You like um, I usually another do like, tick in the wall. You know, I I for our Facebook page, I typically try to do it like twenty five days out because it gets it gets to be a lot to keep updating it every single day because there's true. not like uh, Facebook really hasn't figured out yet how to do like a, a post where it automatically continuously counts down right um, so but yeah but uh there's people that post like only 250 more days only 300 which is fun it's awesome it's good time and i get um, it now like i i saw that before i went on the boat and i was like this is cool i, I love these i love this this enthusiasm but now i have that same enthusiasm I I get it now. <laughs> like, oh, I see. And the, yeah, and the like recap. I'll t- try to explain it to somebody else, and they'll be like, "Oh, cool, yeah, yeah." And I'm like, "No, no, no. Oh, you don't, don't understand. You have to watch the recap videos. You don't get it. I, yeah. I like I like when Chris uses it. Like, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. It's it's a thing. <laughs> it's it's a thing. It's a now thing. you now you know, like it. It's a thing. It's like, I like, know I, it's I, a thing now, you guys. I'm so stoked about the thing. Yeah. You're you are part of this thing. You're yes. part of that family. You're in it. You're in it now. Like watching the recap videos and then seeing me in the recap videos, it was jarring because I was like, oh yeah, I was there. I was there as a band. I wasn't just enjoying it. Like as an audience member, I was enjoying it as a band. There was so many different uh, like aspects of like that. Yeah. It's just like, he's glad I'm back. But other than that. It was, it was uh it was kind of nice a couple a couple people who listen uh to the podcast uh, had come up to us and and you having you on before you were on the boat uh they really enjoyed they were they told us how much they enjoyed your episode 
Oh, and yeah. they were like really stoked to like then see you out on the boat. So Ouch. Um, that aspect of it was very cool for us too. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm, I'm really, I like, I'm fangirling out to your uh, episodes. I, they're just, it's like, not only is it a continuation of like the enjoyment that I've had on the boat and like being able to listen to old episodes too, but it's like such a great way to, experience new music like that i haven't it, it, the conversations conversations are so funny and interesting and it's like a yeah it's a great way to uh, turn it on make myself some dinner i'm like oh yeah now i gotta check out this band um it, so i'm glad you guys are doing the work you're doing it's it's nice too because when we go to see other rock boat bands on land perform you know i know that three of us recently saw uh, an artist perform and there was an individual who's never been on the boat before who opened up for him. Um, and we made contact with him, and we're like, we got to get this guy on the podcast to not because he wasn't never on you know, it's something to do with, I mean, there's an aspect to the podcast for the boat, obviously, but there's a connection there. Mm -hmm. There's a connection. You opened up for a rock boat artist. Mm -hmm. Therefore you must be good. Yeah. And let's let your voice be heard. You could have 40,000 followers. You could have 400. We don't care. Yeah. Um, it's like, like floor, like floorbird. We, Mark and Eamon saw them open up for mom rock last year yeah. and amazing. Like so much fun. It It's, it's just, I'm so glad you embraced it. I knew you would. Yeah. And I didn't bring my bagpipes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's I still have them. They're waiting to come out for St. Patty's Day next Friday. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Please? Wait do you see the pictures on that bad. Wait do you see those pictures on social media. Please. Please. Quite We're probably going to lose listeners. Add. No, it's like the thing. It's like people want to know what Chris Rock says about the slap. People want to yes. know how well you play the bagpipes. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it and then I'll I'll, I'll like do a voiceover with actual bagpipes from Scotland. <laughs> Dude, you're amazing. And then I got to call like, hey, can you come play at this festival? Yeah. Like, oh no, oh, no. We need you at the Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be playing the bagpipes. Rodney will be playing the drums. You know, it'll be. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. Megan, that's gonna be magic, right? Speaking of magic. <laughs> Right there. I'll never be able to be. I'll never be invited back on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> but you could use it as a flotation device. You could. You could. I. I feel like there's a hole in mine. It doesn't hold a lot of air. <laughs> or it ordered a child's one. I'm not too sure what happened. <laughs> uh, you know, Megan. I. I do want to highlight the fact that you are coming off the heels of a album release party. Um, and um, if you if you want to chat about about that, how that was, um, what, what that experience was like. We'd love to hear it. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just do a quick update on that. Thanks. It's, uh, it took, I think I probably mentioned on this podcast before, I don't, I don't remember, but it took me because of the pandemic, it took me two years to release that record. And, uh, which was so wild. Like, I wasn't even sure I was in love with it anymore. Like, you, you know, you spend all of this time making something you're super proud of. And then you, you, you know, it's like you drive into a wall. And at that point, like we all didn't know what was going to happen. All of our tours were being canceled. I remember calling 
the band, there's an amazing shout out a band. Um, and, uh, well, now they're located out in Nashville, but they're called the accidentals. And they're so great. And we were doing these tours together and, and theirs was in April or something. And that was the first tour we had to cancel for the pandemic. And I remember making that call feeling all weird and be like, yeah, I guess we should cancel. And they're like, yeah, I guess we should. And we, there was that moment we were like holding on for a little bit longer. And then as we started canceling all these tours and shows and et cetera, like all this stuff, then I realized that I no longer had like the means and the funds to like release this record that I spent so much time on. And so we just put it away in a box and we're like, I guess sometime. And so having the album release party, finally being able to release it and getting those records, uh, the vinyl made, baby's first vinyl, um, in time for Rock Boat and getting those there and holding that vinyl in my hands, just being like, whoa, this is super real, was wild. And, and going to making an album release, even though it's a couple months after our album release, making the, a show to just be like, hey, take a second and let's celebrate the fact that you spent all this time and all this money, you know, I mean, all this in the artist budget, but all this time and effort and work and all these people helped. Let's take a second and sit with it. Let's make a record or a, a, a show. We'll have people we love there and anybody who can join, we'll, we'll do a little um, live stream for anybody who can't go. And I had some patrons, some super freaking sweet patrons um, from my Patreon um, site. They got me some a vegan cake. Um, they filled with flowers and these cupcakes, Aww. and they printed banners of my album cover. It they made it so special, um, and it was just it felt like okay, it's. You did it. Now you've released an album. It may have taken two years, but there we go. That's what it feels like. It feels like a relief. And my band was there and we had such a good time. And yeah, it was, it was emotional and exciting. And I think a good way to like tie a bow on that experience, which was so much fun. <sighs> That's awesome. Yeah. And you, you, you you always have a seat here at at our podcast whenever you want oh, and i know you. uh i know you know i know we'll see you on a boat again i i would love to i'd be uh, honored to join you again and it's uh it's 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 been a pleasure talking this evening getting some insight and hearing about how success is just keeps coming your way and um yeah, and your music's kick ass. So where can people go to find all things Megan Slankard? Uh, you can take to the interwebs and go to, <laughs> if you type in Megan Slankard in Google, you'll find me even if you get it close because there's only one person with that name. But I recommend checking out Patreon. Um, if if uh, your listeners uh, know of Patreon, it's a really great way to support independent artists. And I have my own channel on there, patreon.com slash Megan Slankard. And I am just about this month to release my a hundredth song on Patreon and they're all available. If you subscribe, it's just like a, whatever, nice. subscribe at whatever you want. You get all a hundred songs and, and they're all 
I mean, some of them are on the latest album, but they're all like different weird versions. Most of them have never been on an album at all. And I write them, write and record them right here in my kitchen with all my weird instruments, just not bagpipes. So that's my, that's my recommendation. Go check that out. Go check out your favorite artists on there. And if you're an artist yourself, go check it out. It might be perfect for you. So, yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. It's so fun talking to you. It's a really, really fun being able to uh, share the joy I have about Rockboat and the experience in the Rockboat family with people who understand what it all means. You know, so thanks. Means a lot. Thank you so much for finding time. Yeah. You're the best. And we, after this episode, we are going to subscribe to your Patreon because. We want more, Megan. You are amazing. Love to see you back on the boat. Oh, thank you so much. You guys are, yeah, you guys are the best. I'm a fangirl. Yes. Right back at you. <laughs> thank you, Megan. Have a wonderful night. Thanks, y'all. You too. Talk to you soon. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Bye.